Friend, please help Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry by supporting the cost to produce Spirit-Filled Radio and Podcast for this current fiscal year. You can become a partner with Spirit-Filled Hearts by donating monthly. Your contributions make a difference in the lives of all those who listen to our radio shows and podcasts. Thank you for your support. Go to spiritfilledhearts.org and click on the Donate button. That's spiritfilledhearts.org. Union of your spirit here has caused him to remain For whenever two or more of you are gathered in his name There is love What is God's plan for marriage? Get ready for some real talk straight from the heart. Spirit-Filled Radio is proud to present Wedding Bands, the program that's all about marriage, with your hosts, Deacon Angelo and Cindy Giambroni. Listen as they share their stories of navigating marriage and family life with all the joys and challenges that come with it. Here's your host to get us started. Hi, we are Cindy and Deacon Angelo. This show is called Wedding Bands. Today's show, we'll be talking about friendship and the importance of marriage as being, in fact, a lifelong friendship between husband and wife. Before we get started, we remind you that we are not marriage counselors, just a married couple sharing our experiences and when we have guests, the experience of those guests as well. Angelo and I start each morning with couple prayer. And here's the favorite line from that prayer that we share with you as we feel it really relates to the marriage sacrament. It is from the letter to Hebrews 3.13, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, please help us to remember this as a sacramental couple that every day, as long as this today lasts, that we keep encouraging one another. We ask this through Jesus' holy name. Amen. Pope Francis wrote in Amorius Letitia, that is the joy of love, that the love experienced by families is shown by how a couple shares love as a sacrament and with others around them. This document provides direction, in fact, on the importance of faith and love shared within the family and how such love leads and supports us to experience God's love in our lives. Remember, Cindy, our home is a little church, and for Cindy and I, that's where we teach and support the growth of our faith in Christ and shows love working in our lives and those of our children. Angela, that's true. How we live our lives, how we pray, show charity, show forgiveness, reflects the love of God and how we seek to follow his will in our lives. Angelo, here is a reading from that Pope's document, The Joy of Love, that I see relevant to the topic of the lifelong friendship we share as husband and wife. It's taken from chapter 120 about the conjugal love of a married couple, and it reads as follows. Our reflection on St. Paul's hymn to love, that is, St. Paul's first letter to Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, of love is patient, love is kind, it bears all things, love never fails, prepares us to discuss conjugal love. This is the love between husband and wife, a love sanctified, enriched, and illuminated by the grace of the sacrament of marriage. It is an affectionate union spiritual and sacrificial, which combines the warmth of friendship and erotic passion and endures long after emotions and passions subside. Infused by the Holy Spirit, this powerful love is a reflection of the unbroken covenant between Christ 
and humanity that culminated in a self-sacrifice on the cross. Cindy, our marriage is then a lifelong friendship, and as noted in this letter from Pope Francis, it endures long after emotions and passions, you know, subside from the honeymoon and when we were first engaged. And Cindy, our friendship, you know, began back began back when we met in school. We were both students then, arriving in San Francisco from faraway places like Los Angeles and San Diego. We started out as friends, and as we spent time together and with our classmates in the study halls and classrooms, we learned, you know, we got to know each other, and we learned what we needed for our careers together. And that became a friendship, a first friendship, and it was really rooted in the... Um, our work and our study that was we shared in common. And that later grew and matured into something more than that when we found that we were indeed in love with each other, a love that was more than the spontaneous emotional and physical reaction of attraction, a love that we found that fed us just as Christ's love feeds us today as a sacramental couple. Angela, yeah, that's how we started out, as friends, as school friends, and even study hall mates. But that changed over time, and that friendship grew into attraction. And I remember how our love grew from respect and friendship. As we got to know each other and discovered not only our values and temperaments aligned, but how we were also secretly attracted to each other, never suspecting the other's feelings until they were revealed themselves somewhat unexpectedly. Yes, very unexpected, huh? Ours is definitely a story of true friends before romantic involvement. Cindy, I, I believe, and, and I know that you agree, that friendship is important, especially now to our 38-plus years of marriage. You know, we just enjoy being together, walking together, shopping, traveling, and, and prayer together. We have fun, and, and you are my best friend and my dearest friend, and I know that when I spend time with you, Cindy, that this is time spent with someone, a friend that I can completely trust, even when I have worries to deal with, or even a success to celebrate. Yes, Angela, and I think the more time we spend together, recognizing our love for each other and that special friendship is so important. Friendship between a wife and a husband represents the love and affectionate union that Pope Francis wrote about. It's both spiritual and sacrificial. So we as friends, and we are therefore willing to do what it takes for each other. And as our Pope says, this union and friendship endures long after the early honeymoon emotions and passions have subsided. It's strong enough because it's infused by the Holy Spirit. Yes, um, Cindy, and as the Pope wrote, our love and special couple friendship, which is really what it is, reflects the love of Christ and the covenant he has with his church and in the entire world. Wow, it's powerful stuff, this friendship, and that for those listening, reminds us again that our marriage sacrament and how we feed it through prayer, love for each other and our families reveals God's love present in the world. And to our friends that are listening, we all know that the friends that we have change with time. Angela and I talked about friendships that we found in school together. We had other friends that we made in that school as well, but due to time and geography, not as close as they were back then. To our friends listening, we're sure that you might have had similar experiences to Angelo and me. People that you might even call best friends that you may have had in high school or where you grew up that are no longer close to you. 
These old friends have gone in their own directions, some getting married and some not, but each with unique lives on their own. Angela and I have talked about this in the past. With social media, it is much easier to connect with old friends, but even so, the likes and dislikes and what you as an individual had in common with these friends likely has changed. Hello, you are listening to Spirit Filled Radio. This show is called Wedding Bands, and I am Deacon Angela. My wife Cindy and I are talking about the importance of friendship, especially friendship between a married couple. Cindy, I think you are right on that as far as friends and uh, you know, growing up. And I remember my best friend in high school. He and I did so much together, like hiking and camping in Oregon. We went fishing in, in the uh, the Chutes River. And we went our different ways. I went to college, and he got a great job fixing cars. He had a passion for auto repair. And in fact, in high school, I was the, what can I say, the calculus guy who used to go to auto shop to work on cars together. And, I, you know, I guess I was the geek in the uh, <laughs> in the auto repair <laughs> place. So they were looking at it. Who's, who's this guy here? But... Um, so we just had fun doing that, working on things together. And but I had a passion for higher learning, and I, I was looking to get a uh, you know degree in college. So we went our different ways. We parted, and Cindy, I'm sure that listeners had had similar experiences themselves. Best friends, you know, in high school, you think you'd be together forever, and uh, just not as close as anymore as before. And so yes, and I see that the biggest change for me and who my friends were was our marriage and then having children. Being married brings your spouse first and foremost as your closest and dearest friend. And as we talked about, if your spouse sits in the front seat as the friend, then the old friends naturally move aside. Mm -hmm. Another big change in our lives, and I'm sure of our friends listening, is when you have children. Friends today are more likely to be married and most of them with children to raise And Angela, most importantly, I see that our regular practice of our Catholic Christian faith has influenced who we meet and Mm -hmm. develop friendships with. Again, it is so important that friends help and support me and both of us. So having friends that share our beliefs and common values helps us, and we grow together in our shared faith in God together. Cindy, I'd like to share a story of a, a good friend of ours, whom is a Holy Cross priest. Father Jim. We met him through our ministry and worldwide marriage encounter. And Father Jim, for us, is uh, now part of our family. And knowing him has enriched us as a couple and our children, you know him, and and he's so supportive uh, with words and laughter, cooks meals at our house. We pray with him. And I think because of that, our faith has gotten even stronger. It's kind of He's kind of an energizer bunny, really, even at his age. He has joined us on uh, on many uh, religious pilgrimages, in fact, and stayed at our home and sharing meals and breaking bread with us and our children. And Father Jim has also helped us with various marriage prep courses and marriage enrichment courses over the years. And our children welcome Father Jim and even give up their bedrooms, sometimes trading off who would be the volunteer, but, you know. (laughs) Uh, but they would give him, and so he might have a place to spend the weekend with us. And Father Jim is a close and dear friend that reminds us and me that both of us are loved by God 
and that we are able to love, just as Jesus taught us. Cindy, how many years have we known Father Jim? Well, I think I would recall that he's been with us and friends with him about at least 20 years. And his friendship is very important, not only to us, but to our whole entire family. And we do love him. Friends, you know, are important, Cindy, especially when their friendship supports our journey of faith towards Christ. And Father Jim, of course, helps us with that and has helped us with that, as well as other friends. And Sometimes, however, an old friend might get in the way of us coming together as a couple. For those listening, you might perhaps remember or imagine what we're talking about. For me, it would be my friends from high school that were, had not quite gotten used to me being married to Cindy when we were married some 38 years ago. Uh, these were good old friends, and I think they still expected to jump in a car and go to Las Vegas or a Dodger game. But, of course, all that changed. (laughs) And they weren't for a while getting that. Why can't you go? Why can't you go? And things had changed. So I was married, and Cindy was my first friend. And as Cindy said, what she just shared a little while ago, she's now sat in the front seat. So eventually his friends got got used to the idea and fell away um, from our old friendship. Cindy, you know, when I look at my high school yearbook, which is a good way to pick out old friends, I sometimes wonder what these guys are doing now. It's funny that you talked about your high school yearbook. Um, When I last looked at my yearbook, I saw myself and others as those photos almost as strangers. Photos taken so long ago when I was just a teenager. Yes, um, Cindy, those high school photos are so distant now. When I remember how my old high school and college friends at first had such trouble with the fact that you were now first because we were married, it just reminded me and emphasized to me how much our lives have changed. And I think that's a good thing about friends. Friends can help you to kind of reflect back and make yourself aware where you are. And of course, since high school and college, now many of my close friends, uh, as we talked about before, are married and some have continued to support us and enrich our own marriage. When we spoke earlier about Father Jim, do you have a friend or two in mind that also has enriched our marriage? That's a great question. I can think of a whole bunch of people that fit that description. And thankfully, our list is a long one. We've made so many friends from Worldwide Marriage Encounter, from our parish, from our neighborhood, the diaconate, and our family. And I'd like to talk about one couple from Marriage Encounter that I think represents several others. I'll not use their names, but instead describe how their friendship for Angela and I is so important for our marriage and sacramental lives as husband and wife. There are times in your life that can be extremely challenging, like the time our family was caring for my younger sister as we helped provide her hospice care during those last few weeks of her life. And it's funny, during those challenging times... When you're in a very, very difficult situation due to an illness, who shows up and who doesn't show up? And it's funny how those people that you you thought would never or expect them to show up were the first ones to knock on the door and drop off a meal. And then there are those that we thought that we could always count on, but they seem to disappear. It was almost as if my sister's cancer would be infectious. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is interesting how people relate to things like that, how I, I suppose what it is, they just feel uncomfortable. 
around it, you know, and they react differently. And, you know, obviously cancer is not contagious, but it's, it's very hard, I know, for people to deal with. For me, I'll see you, I, to deal with, you know, people as they're passing and uh, you want to make them as comfortable as possible. So I can understand, you know, some of the hesitancy and some of the delay that somebody, but you're right. It, we did have some pri- surprising moments that the people that showed up and even friends we hadn't been with for a while, you know, been away, you know, for various reasons of busy life to come and really, I, I'm use the word rescue almost well, uh, us. I, what I think about is I agree with you that the people that didn't show up were afraid. And I think afraid of what they should say, afraid of how they should be. And I think that Maximilian Kobe has a famous quote about friendship, which is as follows, that I think really explains how I feel about the situation and who came and who didn't. And it says, God sends us friends to be our support in the whirlwind of struggle. In the company of friends, we will find strength to attain our sublime ideal. And what... I think that means to me is that it's the company of friends. It's your friend that is thinking about you and the fact that whatever the situation is, sometimes things are so awful, you you can't fix them. Mm -hmm. And you're not asking anyone to fix anything, but just to listen and to be present. Mm -hmm. So it's that gift of presence when you're struggling, just to have someone listen and just sit with you. That's is all really that you need because you these situations can be very lonely and you you ask a lot of questions why and there is no good answer but you just need your friend to be with you. All right, and just to in that situation of your sister being in hospice just to offer to make a meal, uh, offer just extra hands, you know, and it's and that that's an important part of friendship that I think uh, St. Maximilian Kobe was, was talking about. It reminds me that the friendship that we share as a couple also relies deeply on the friendship we have with Jesus. You know, Jesus wants to be our friend. And as the quote you read from St. Maximilian Kobe says, our Lord sends people into our lives as our friends to help and support us. And again, the idea of a friend there is someone who's who's present, supportive, and shares the journey towards Christ with you. We know that friendship is important then for building our faith. And and as Jesus revealed in, in the gospel, friendship was also valued as well by him. And there are many examples of Jesus' friendship in the gospels. And when I think of, of the friends of Jesus during his ministry, I think of the apostles and disciples who had followed him. I also recall the story of his friends, Saints Mary, Martha, and Lazarus from Bethany. That's found in the Gospel of John, that uh, John 11, verses 19 to 25 and 34 to 36. And I'm just going to read from that. I think it's appropriate when we're talking about friends. And it says here, Many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them about their brother Lazarus who had died. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to him, when Mary sat at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. 
Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise. Martha said to him, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. When Jesus saw her weeping, the Jews who had come with her weeping, he became perturbed and deeply troubled and said, Where have they laid him? They said to him, Sir, come and see. And Jesus wept. So the Jews said to him, See how he loved him. And I, I think that's a profound sense of friendship that Jesus Christ had uh, for Lazarus, but also for all of us, that he wept. And real deep friendship is a reflection of that, that love that brings us to tears. And when you shared the story of your sister, uh, I know uh, friends listening can't see, but it brought tears to Cindy's eyes because it is a very emotional, deep I guess you would almost say, um, you know, you're you're very sensitive to that, uh, susceptible, right? And in that spot, tears is where, what you have to give. And in, in this gospel, the Jews, the the people watching, saw how much Jesus loved his friend Lazarus, and that's a deep, that's a deep love, and that's a deep love that I think we look for in our marriage and. Uh, a marriage relationship. So, Cindy, what do you think about this gospel reading or uh, St. Maximilian Kobe's quote regarding the uniqueness of marriage and marriage, the friendship in a marriage? I believe that friends in your marriage sacrament, it's very important that you're friends with your spouse. I also believe that you need friends along the way on your journey in your sacrament and your lifelong commitment that you have to your spouse can be enriched by having friends and it can be enriched in other ways. And really, as we're here recording the show, really that's what wedding bands is all about Mm -hmm. is to share, to share with our friends that are listening their journey. Mm -hmm. And our goal is to help to think about different perspectives to get our friends that are listening to consider ver- these various topics in order to enrich their marriage. And the importance of, uh, of that friendship, something you can rely upon in the marriage, the same way as rely on your faith and your love of Christ. And uh, it gives us, I think, the friendship in our marriage, Cindy, uh, gives us that opportunity, our opportunity to say, you know, Cindy is my best friend and friends listening, your spouse is your best friend, and who else would you share these deep secrets with or these deep concerns or these moments this time to celebrate? Or in, in today's the gospel reading, we had you know the tears with. Who else would you rather share your tears with but a very close friend of someone you can trust and love and, and, and grow together with, like your spouse? Mm. And Jesus, and bringing Jesus along the way and between the three of you, you know, really serving as a light for others, mm-hmm. as an example for others to follow. I think that's what really it's all about. It's awesome when you think about it, though. My best friend is my wife, Cindy, and Jesus. <laughs> right? Isn't that beautiful? I think that's beautiful. So we're getting close to the close of our show today. And um, 
Cindy, you have some comments? Yeah, we hope that our discussion today on the special and lifelong friendship between husband and wife and the importance of seeing Jesus in that friendship and how close friends can help you along the way can also help you to grow as a couple. And as we close today's program, we look forward to you joining our next show where we'll continue to talk about our marriage and your marriage and the richness of our sacrament and how together we can really make something beautiful as best friends. That's right. right. All right. Perfect. So let's close with a powerful prayer that we invite you to, to pray along with us as we do each show where we invite Mary, our queen of families, queen of our savior, our lady, the Virgin Mary mother, mother Mary to pray with us and pray for couples. As we say, hail Hail Mary, Mary. full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed Blessed art thou amongst women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. Jesus, Holy Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, God, pray pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Thank you so much for joining. And we look forward to you joining at our next show where we'll continue to talk about the beauty of the sacrament of marriage. Yes, and talking more about being good friends and strong married couples. Bye-bye for now. You've been listening to Wedding Bands on Spirit-Filled Radio. If this program has been a blessing to you, please share it with others. You can find the podcast at spiritfilledradio.org that's spiritfilledradio.org and be sure to download the app until next time may your marriage be blessed with love and joy this day and always whenever two or more of you are gathered This is Spirit-Filled Radio, a 24-7 radio platform to enliven your faith and go forward with a bold witness. Don't keep it to yourself. Tell a friend about Spirit-Filled Radio. This is Alexis Walkenstein, and you're listening to a 24-7 Catholic radio platform. Spirit-Filled Radio is a nonprofit ministry brought to you to embolden your faith and fortify you in the times in which we live. If you feel led, please support this important ministry for Catholics around the world. Go to spiritfilledhearts.org. That's spiritfilledhearts.org. It's the feeling you get when you see a familiar face in a crowd of strangers. It's the way the embrace of a loved one feels after a hard day. That feeling is comfort. And it's what we provide to families who turn to O'Connor Mortuary in their moment of need. More than just providing quality funeral service, we provide the necessary guidance and support to help Catholic families and people of all faiths and cultures process grief and heal their hearts. We are here to help every step of the way. For compassionate comforts in a time of loss, call O'Connor Mortuary in Laguna Hills. You can reach us at 949-581-4300. That's 949-581-4300. O'Connor Mortuary is a sponsor partner of Spirit-Filled Radio. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please consider supporting Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry with a one-time or monthly gift. Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry is a 501c3 nonprofit organization.
We are only funded by generous donors who believe in our mission to evangelize.